Hey y'all, it's your girl Bernadette and welcome to the B-Side of Positive. Well, you can hear in my voice that I feel good today and, you know, I'm not going to worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm going to bask in this moment of good energy, good vibes. And I feel good because I just came up with this wonderful idea, this pathway to move forward, and I decided that since there is no manual that exists to teach me how to deal with my shit, I'm going to create my own. So, you know, I just love a good creative idea. I decided that I'm going to work on what I'm going to call the Book of Bernadette, kind of like the Book of Eli, but without the religious overtones, um, because I know myself more than I think I do. I can walk around and be like, oh my gosh, I don't know why I do this or I don't know why I do that. But if I spend the time to just really study myself, which is what this space and time in my life is about, then I can uncover, you know, what's really at the core of me, what I've covered up with sex and men and drugs and distractions. When I start digging through all of that stuff, then I find out the core of who Bernadette is. And so I'm going to be working on just like chapters and calling up, you know, or recalling things that have worked, things that don't work, and just putting together this manual that I'm going to have printed and just keep with me at all times. So when I'm struggling, I can open the book of Bernadette and figure out, okay, when this happens, this is what I know works. This is what doesn't work. And I think eventually as I continue to follow this manual, I will learn how to do it without a manual because I don't need a guide forever to understand myself. I need a guide right now just because I know me and how I work and how I tick. And I'm very analytical, very methodical about myself and having something to guide me will help me process through this time and address the areas of my life that need to be healed. Because I can try to focus on what I don't have or what's going on right now with other people, but I cannot do that. I cannot get distracted again. Because I think underneath it all is just this fear of dealing with me. And I don't want to operate in fear because fear is just like it, it has its place, but fear can prevent you from doing what it is that you need to do. And I've always been, you know, just really determined in certain areas of my, my life. And I want to bring that same determination to this area of my life. I think about my mom and how she said there were so many things she wanted to do in life, but she always let fear rule her. And I've created podcasts and talked about coming up against your fears and like overcoming them. And obviously that's so easy in certain areas. Like when I talked about jumping in the pool, like that's a small thing. And, you know, I overcame that fear, but there are some fears that are deep seated fears that you've had for a very long time. And that's what I'm battling right now is just the fear of being by myself, like alone, alone. And it's a scary time because I've always coped with certain things. And to see myself, as I've said before, no longer even desire that. So at the end of last year, 
the thought crept in of like, okay, I can do this, but you know, I didn't entertain it. At this point, like that's not even a thought, like it's not even a desire to like, as I said, go out and just be with somebody in order to distract myself because I I see what that tactic does. I see why it's in place. It's used to divert my attention to not deal with my shit. I don't know where this unwillingness to deal with my shit comes from, but I'm going to fight that with all my heart. So in the book of Bernadette, I'm working on chapter one, which is called Emotions. And in this chapter, I'm writing down, you know, what happens to me when I get emotional? What happens to me when strong emotions come up? And recalling how it has a negative impact when I follow those emotions, what the end result is, and reminding myself how essential it is to give emotions their space because let's be real emotions are going to come that's a part of the human experience and the goal is definitely not to have zero emotions because that would make me a robot and I don't want to be a robot I love being a human in fact I even love my emotional self it's just learning how to um understand them process them in healthy ways that's the goal Because up until now, certain emotions, I cannot process in a healthy way. I just can't. And I need to build the discipline that I need to process emotions in a healthy way. And also learning what works. It's amazing how when I take the time to look inside what's there. One of the greatest things that I can do when I'm emotional is like clean up. This has been one of my go-to strategies for a long time. Like if I'm upset about something, I just start angry cleaning. And by the time I'm done, those emotions have been processed. And in the aftermath is a clean place, which I love. They say cleanliness is next to godliness. And it's so true. I can look around and everything is in its proper place. And that's awesome. And if I don't have, I don't need to clean my place. I can clean my car declutter throw stuff away and it it's it has like the dual effect of giving me this clean physical space but it also works to cleanse my mental space so that's something that I can do and of course meditation um breathing through the pain you know like when you get that gut check feeling because something hurts learning how to breathe through that and do some guided meditations. If I can't, you know, do it on my own, there are so many resources out there to help me like figure this out. And as I practice these things, like it's, that's the whole, the whole thing in a nutshell is putting in practice and effort. It is not going to happen overnight. There are no quick fixes and there's no magic, you know, thing that's going to get me where I need to be. It's just discipline and consistency. Like every time those strong emotions come up, step back and do the things that I know work. And if I fail, the next time the emotions come up, do it again and do it again and do it again and keep doing it. And at some point it's going to become habit. And that's what I need. Like I have bad emotional habits. And I have those bad emotional habits because I've never been challenged to deal with them. 
But I tell you, pain is a powerful motivator. And the way I've been feeling in the relationship I was in and even in the post-relationship phase, I will not go through that again. And I'm willing to do whatever it takes day by day to keep practicing. And I love the analogy I gave you guys about an athlete. It's simple to see in the physical world that in order to better yourself in whatever it is that you do, like I gave the example of my swimming, I have to practice. I have to get my ass up, go to the pool and put in the work. And if I'm not going to the pool, then I have to be at the house lifting weights to get strong to build up that endurance. And, you know, running, I have to do things that support me as a swimmer. So running is one of those things like building up cardio endurance is going to help me in the pool. So it's not just a single thing like go to the pool and swim, come home and lift weights. Like there are other things that I can do to make me a better swimmer. I watch videos. I critique my technique and I keep finding ways in which I can become a better swimmer. That same mentality and mindset has to transfer to my mental and emotional training that I have to put in the work to deal with myself emotionally, but also to do the things that support me emotionally, like the discipline, like the meditation. Those things support the ultimate goal of being emotionally stable, mentally stable and strong. So the same way that I take care of my my like swimming routine to be a better swimmer, that's what I have to do mentally and emotionally like put in maximum effort daily, daily, daily. Y'all like there, there are no days off. There's no time to sit back and be like, oh, I'm good now. Because like those habits are habits for a reason. They creep back up. And so a week or a month or two months or three months or even six months, like even six months down the line, I, I can't sit back and be like, okay, I fixed everything now. I cannot fix a lifetime of bad habits in six months. That doesn't even make any sense. It's going to require time, time, time. And I think that's the the struggle for me right now is I want to be better next week so I can move on. (laughs) But no, that's not going to work because I'll be right back where I was or where I am right now. And I, I just I cannot I cannot do that. So. That's what I'm doing right now is creating the book of Bernadette, this manual, this guide to get me through. And something that I can refer to, should I slip back, I have something that I can look back to to pull me back into that space that I need to be in. So I don't know how long it's going to take for me to create this manual, y'all. I'm so, I love a a plan. Like, okay, I'm going to give this three months and then it's good. Or I'm going to give this two weeks and then I'm good. Like, I have to release myself from this idea, concept of like time, that there has to be a time in which this is accomplished or that is accomplished. There is no timeline. It's all about when I get to that space and I know that I'll know it. When I get to that space of, okay, I'm good, but continuing to do the right things. I don't know when that'll be. And again, I'm going to take the focus off of the time and put the focus on the work. Forget about timing. Focus on the work every day. Roll up the sleeves. 
work on the book of Bernadette, create this manual, this guide to understanding me because nobody knows me better than me. I've been with me for 40 years. Of course I know myself. And it's a lie that I've told myself, like, I don't know me. I don't know why I do the things I do. Yes, the fuck I do. I just would rather not admit the ugly things in my life. Who wants to do that? And I think that's why people don't do this kind of like real gritty, grimy self-work, because you have to come up against the things that you'd rather not admit about yourself. Like you got to say you got to look in the mirror and be like, I'm a manipulator. You got to look at yourself and be like, I'm a liar. You got to look at yourself and say, I'm emotionally unstable. You got to look at yourself and say, I'm mentally unstable. There's so much stigma attached to that, but I really don't care anymore. I don't. I have to do what's best for me. And what's best for me is to put this manual and this God together so that I can heal and grow because this is a beautiful new beginning for Bernadette. A beautiful, fresh start. Like spring cleaning, it's time for me to spring clean my mind and my emotions and air everything out and dust off, change the covers out, open the blinds, clean out the refrigerator, like mentally declutter my mind, let go of ideas, thoughts, feelings that no longer serve me. Like I told y'all, holding on to that childhood pain no longer serves me. Making excuses for my behavior because of that, it no longer serves me because it takes away my accountability, my responsibility, because I can shift it on somebody else. And the way I got upset with my dad, like, okay, he had a traumatic childhood. He shouldn't have projected that shit onto us. I find myself doing the same thing. I can't judge my dad at all, like zero, because I find myself doing the exact same thing. But the only difference is I'm choosing a different path for myself. I'm choosing to be accountable for me. I'm choosing to be responsible for how I respond to things. And this is just like the most powerful spot that I can be in. I'm not weak right here. This is power. And I'm so excited to see the end result. And you guys, I promise you, stay tuned because it's it's up and it's up and it's up from here. As usual, I hope you guys are well and I wish you love, light and positive energy. Bye.